0: Hello and welcome to Understanding Emotions. My name is Sankalp. The second time this month, whoa, 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 things are getting exciting here. Um So yeah, I just thought I just thought I had so many things to share with you that I will show up another time this month. Usually I do once a month, but there are just so many things happening and so many learnings I'm having that I thought this one was a cool episode to release. It's it's gonna be a shorter one than the regular one but um i think i think it's good and i think it'll be practical and useful so you'll like it uh so uh, just recently i had this massive onslaught of hatred let's just say thrown at me verbal but a few days later when i talked to that person I, i was really upset for the two days but when i talked to that person i realized that they really did not mean it and what it boiled down to was a lack of communication a lack of effective communication and um, so there is obviously a lot of inner work to be done and we can do all of this deep healing and that naturally leads to better communication. Even if you can't say those words, you the energy will communicate your compassion. But at the same time, it, it really, really does not hurt to have some conversational techniques down our sleeves so that, you know, before we get enlightened, we have some um, crutches to rely on in the heat of the moment, perhaps. And also, if you think about it, the majority of people will never realize that they need to do some inner work. And so in that sort of a context, perhaps these crutches, these techniques uh, are handy and can save a lot of unnecessary hurt or unnecessary miscommunication or unnecessary... Um, can save some passive-aggressive moments if you know how to communicate, you're upset well. So again, this episode is going to be uh, more on the conversation skills side. Uh, It will be more technique oriented. And uh, that's not the only thing you should do if you're listening to this episode or this podcast by no means. I think you should go deep and I think you should heal the wounds at their source and learn these techniques also because it's important to communicate effectively with the world and with your people. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll speak a, more, a little bit more about this distinction between technique versus this deep inner work at the end. Uh, but again, this, this episode is going to be bullet points, it's going to be techniques, it's going to be like conversational hacks, as the title suggests. Okay, um, so my first conversational hacks when you are upset with someone is to use and instead of But. And what I mean by that, and it doesn't have to be when you're upset with someone, it could be in general, but the effect of but, it seems to me in the English language, is that it somewhat negates what's said before it. So for example, you might say to someone that um, I really like the way you organize this desk, but I'm unhappy with the plate you kept unclean in the kitchen and the problem with that is if you're at the receiving end of it you might lose the first part and your mind might just focus on the second part and that's natural because we humans have a negativity bias now notice um instead if i said you really like i really like how you kept this desk organized and it would i would i would appreciate even more if you also uh, cleared that plate off the kitchen do you do you feel the difference it it's subtle but um it it can apply to more serious situations also like hey i totally take your point and this is what i think versus i take you totally take your point but this is what i think It's 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 a counter to that like psychologically we we start to get in defense mode when we hear the word but especially when it's coming Uh, you know, against us with with some degree of disagreements. So yeah, that's my first tip. By the way, for the whole of these techniques, they're all, I'm I'm assuming you're talking to someone you like or someone you love. This is not for standing up to bullies. For that kind of situation, I think you will have to use more stronger language um, if you're being harassed or bullied or, you know, in some ways, large or small on that spectrum. Okay, my next tip is... Where is my notes? There you go. The Criticism Sandwich. Now, this is a classic. It's it's used in a lot of uh, places where you need to give criticism to people. So it could be more romantic personal situations. Or it could be something like a work situation where your colleague is uh, not doing something that they need to be doing. And this is a technique I heard of which can be useful, especially with a friend. Uh, or, you know, if you're a supervisor of some, someone... or if you're a coach of someone, then instead of just calling them in and talking about all that they're doing wrong, this technique can provide a better way to deal with it and to handle that situation. Um, So extremely good if you're like a team leader, supervisor, coach, uh, parent, uh, great, great technique in that situation. So what is this technique? Basically, um, you praise that person, you tell them something you like, Then you tell them something you dislike about them or something you want improved, which is your feedback. And you end with something uh, you like about them. So it could be like, hey, John, um, I really like your communication skills. I like how you express yourself and how that you're open. Um, And I like how you made this presentation that afternoon it was great um perhaps something that could have improved in that was um blah 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 talk about let's say that slide could have been organized this way and maybe we could have generated leads this way just just creating something here and then um you could say like and and i really like the design of those slides and uh how the colors colors of the slides were appealing and they they energized the mood of the room That is the criticism sandwich. Um, And notice how you could communicate something to them that you disliked. And yet the whole tone of the conversation was generally upbeat and positive. Uh, So again, great if you are supervising someone, it will leave them encouraged and leave them with something to work on, both of which is something that you want. Awesome. Um, The next one I have is criticize the action and not the person. So again, this is one of those basics one. If you if you dislike someone, uh, let's say you're living with someone and you don't like um, the temperature of the room that they keep in, or you don't like, uh, let's say, the way they keep things organized, uh, then rather than saying, you stink, uh, you could say something like, hey, I'd appreciate if you'd clean this uh, this surface before you left for work. As simple as that. Or... Uh, uh, I'd appreciate. Um, I, I I feel a bit uh, disoriented in the morning when I see this mess, and I'd appreciate if you'd um, keep it more organized or keep be more specific with the action, which is if you'd keep this um, table, if you would, if you could just uh, wipe this table once you're done with your food. So, like very clear, action oriented ask, and not just saying that you are an ugly, disgusting person in that direct way or an indirect way because if you say anything on the lines of you are something then the implication you are drawing is that person is inherently disgusting or impure whereas the both for the benefit of you to get that job done and for the benefit of yourself uh, and for the benefit of them to not feel hurt um criticize the action and not the person huge okay Uh, The next one is use I statements. So for example, use statements like when you do blank, it makes me feel blank. Um, So this this is a way of saying that this is something that is going on in my mind and it may not be objectively what it is. And you're open to that possibility. Possibility. You're signaling curiosity. You're signaling openness. And you're signaling love there. It also breaks your ego. Because when we are in a situation where we are disagreeing with someone or upset with someone, oftentimes we have the sense that we are right. And um, well, more often than not, the other person has some of their perspective. And you absolutely have the you're absolutely okay, it's absolutely okay to feel upset or disappointed and all of that, that's great. But there's a jump from that to something like what you did was objectively horrible. And um, when you say a statement, like when you do blank, it makes me feel blank, is you're acknowledging that it is a fiction you are creating. Uh, And you would like clarity on what's happening in their mind and their perspective. So an example of that would be, um, when you leave the kitchen unclean, it makes me feel like I'm disrespected. And uh, for someone who may not be into organizing spaces as much, that might not be an association they are making. When you come, when you say that you don't like how these glasses look on me. I feel that I'm old and I'm not a beautiful woman anymore. That is a common insecurity, isn't it? And it's hard to say that it requires courage to acknowledge your insecurity. But again, remember, the purpose here is building connection, building love. And I can guarantee you if you use uh, statements like these and if you're open to courage like this, you'll feel more connected after you have this kind of a conversation if uh, you are with a person that is compatible with you it may also highlight someone with poor communication skills and then you may want to reevaluate if that person is someone you want in your life but assuming all of that is the case you do love that person and you do want to be with that person um this is definitely going to increase connection another way to say th- say the same thing would be when you do this you know when you do blank the story i tell myself is blank so when you do uh when you do um forget to appreciate me uh, on the clothes i'm wearing the story i tell myself is that you don't like me anymore behind every angry expression is something vulnerable and this this kind of phrasing is designed to get that out Uh, and again if you're interested in more deeper analysis of this i have an entire episode on anger which goes uh, into parts and protector parts, and how we, how anger inside, how anger outside is basically a symptom of fear inside. Uh, check that out, it's in the show notes. Uh, the next one is so, this is perhaps more applicable when you're on the other side of the situation, when someone you sense that maybe your partner or your friend has uh, maybe is showing some passive aggressive behavior. Uh, like they are, they are not as usually talkative, or they are more reserved, or they are sulking, and you're not really sure why. And this, this one is good, and it it goes like this: Hey, I notice that you are um, less talkative than you usually are, and I'm curious what's going on in your experience. So the template is: I notice blah blah blah, and I'm curious what you feel blah 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 um or what your experiences, the exact phrasing really doesn't matter i think take the structure not the literal words as much so again this this goes into you being the courageous one you taking the courage to get into this conflict uh and all of this basically is stems from conflict avoidance the desire to avoid conflict and these techniques are providing you the structure to open up that conflict so that it can be healed and resolved um, because it usually has nothing to do with each other as much as it's pushing each other's buttons and you want to acknowledge those buttons and bring them up. So I noticed that you have been less um, involved and engaged with me as we speak and I'm curious if there's anything underlying that. Um, that is a good one. Um, the other one, the next one is a statement of empathy. So this is especially if, is useful again if you're on the other side where you have offended someone in some way, uh, whether or not, that is something that you need to correct for or maybe something that they need to correct for, that maybe they have a button and you pushed it inadvertently without meaning it, without doing something offensive. Saying something like, yeah, I understand why that hurts. I'm sorry I crossed a boundary. Uh, And again, you don't have to apologize if you did not. Again, this is context dependent. But the first part of it, so this technique is statement of empathy. Yeah, I I understand that that must hurt. And yeah, I, I I... if someone said that to me, I would feel hurt. Or, um, yeah, that that must be annoying. Um, it's a statement of empathy. Um, even if you are at the receiving end of something, start with the statement of empathy. The normal temptation for us is to get defensive and be like, no, I did not do that. Just the evidence, one, one, one. And what that does is, it, it may be logically true, but all of that's doing is creating more separation and creating more distance. Like, Like, when someone has a problem with someone, usually they are not looking for a solution, but they are looking to be heard. And the solution could be a part of it later, but I think the first step is always a statement of empathy, an acknowledgement of empathy, and uh, relating. And being like, yeah, I, I totally get why you feel that. And to combine it with the previous thing. And I feel this. And that could come later or sooner, depending on how much you connect in the beginning okay good stuff next technique i'm just like going boom 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 rapid fire here is to match their energy what do i mean by that so um sometimes people can come in with soft energies like you know hey i have this problem and you can deal with it in the ways that i've suggested about like hey ah i see i notice that you feel that way but sometimes people might come with more vigor they'll be like you Uh, let me get you, you're always annoying. And again, regardless of the content, they might be saying the most silliest thing ever. But if they are coming with some charge, even if it's not like rage or something, and then the good response there might be to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Ah, I see that you're upset with me. And uh, what's behind that? And you see, I said the literal same thing that I said uh, earlier, which is, hey, I noticed that you're upset with me. But the energy is a bit different. It's, it's a bit, hey, 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 I see it, I see it. Um, and the reason for that is, you know, if they are charging at you and then you go like, let's take a moment to calm down, take a deep breath, you'll get punched in the face. <laughs> okay, probably, hopefully not. Hopefully not if they're loved one. Uh, but you get the idea. It will just trigger more anger because the what is communicated to them is it's you're not taking it seriously enough. And uh, when you do that, they're like, "Hey, hey, hey! Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay! I get it. That is matching their energy, and you are communicating that you receive it. You got it. You get they're upset with you, and you're you're invested in this conversation. Uh, and this this can this can even be useful, like as a self defense kind of thing. So you, if if I mean, again, I don't hope the situation on you, but again, if you have a bully type of a situation outdoors. Um, and again if it's physical run away that's not what i'm suggesting to put these techniques out but you know if this is your friend if someone you know and they're just getting a bit heated up because let's say you were late at a party then you could just be like hey hey, hey. okay 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 i know i'm late but uh, um, i'm sorry and how can we work around this which is a very different way of saying uh, taking um let's say it's it's a team thing that you are dependent on let's say it's a match it's a football match that you have to be a part of and you're some somewhat late and the captain is angry at you and in that moment rather than being just uh submissive totally a more appropriate response to handle that kind of an energy would be to match that energy and be like hey, 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 hey yes i'm sorry and the words really don't matter you could say hey you could say you you could respond to them like i get it i get it i'm sorry that i'm late um and um hopefully that helps with uh, neutralizing that situation and building connection without any of the parties feeling that they were disrespected so these these were some techniques that i wanted to throw out again they are techniques just a final caveat before we wrap is they are techniques they are only meant to point at something which is actually very deeper and inner inner work um so for example, something like the criticism sandwich indicates that the fundamental problem is we don't pay enough attention to positive things as much as we pay attention to negative things. And the solution to that is to actually train your attention, to train your focus, to focus on everything, positive and negative. Like it's, it's a disaster that we only focus on negative things. And that's the whole business on which news thrives on. Just giving you these negative hits again and again and just taking your mood down. When is the last time you heard a good news on any media channel? But that doesn't mean it's not happening. The world has been more prosperous than it ever has been in history. And yet we find things uh, to report about which are deeply disturbing. And again, I'm not saying don't be aware of the disturbing things. Absolutely do. But there's a point I I want you to have control over your focus and you choose when negative things enter your awareness, not when you're at the mercy of just looking out for negative things. And a great episode for that is Energy Flows Where Focus Goes, which is the previous, the two episodes before that, before this one. Uh, Do check that out and it will be in the show notes. Um, Something like when you do blank, the story I tell myself is blank or it makes me feel blank is based on this idea that anger is masking an insecurity and ultimately we need to heal that part and go to that part and more often than not anger is nothing to do with the person in front of you sometimes it is and you can feel annoyed but if you're feeling like frustrated and you just feel the need to vent and it's, it's it stays for hours, then it has nothing to do with this person. Anger is a very fleeting emotion. It lasts on the order of like seconds or maybe minutes at max. Anger is masking something that you're afraid of. And when you say something on the order of, when you do blank, it makes me feel blank. What you're doing is dropping that layer of defensiveness and going into the vulnerable part, the parts that are actually hurting. And yeah, it might be a bit shameful to reveal that part. It might be uncomfortable. But the way out of shame is sharing. Shame cannot survive when it is shared. Uh, shame survives in the petri dish of personal privacy when keeping it, when we keep it to ourselves. So yeah, these were techniques and use all of them and what i would encourage you is to not only use them but see at where they are pointing and what is the inner work that's needed to get these things naturally and of course this episode this podcast has many many episodes to do this deep inner work and again the episodes on worth shame anger um, energy flows where focus goes attention acceptance they are all all relevant for it so please go back and have a listen to all of them homework Ugh. okay thank you for listening to today's episode uh, as always please like share comment subscribe to um, the show if you are if I'm adding some value to your life please consider sharing this podcast with your friends and family and please consider leaving a review. Uh, if you're new to this show, I encourage you to check out the previous episodes because this podcast is cumulative. This podcast is evergreen. Green. evergreen. <laughs> and um, I am positive, even if you're old and if, if you've been listening to this for a while, I'm positive. If you go back, you will extract more nuggets out of this show. Um, than you did when you previously listened to it. So please do go back, have a listen. I put in a lot of heart in this. Um, I put in all my life in understanding these emotions from all sorts of perspectives. So please, please do check them out and let me know what you think of them. Reach out to me. Uh, let me know what effect it has on you. Um, I have also been blogging more. So if you're not on the email list, subscribe to that. I I like to talk about health. I like to talk about... Um, study and how to study well and study better I like to talk about the brain so if you're interested in the more physical side of this emotion business um, I highly encourage checking out uh, my email list if you go to my website and go to uh, contact you should find an email list there or if you go to any page like if you open the page for this podcast there'll be a a toolbar uh, at the side it's not contact actually it's actually stay in touch Uh, so you should be able to sign to my email list on my website and you should be able to see the blogs that come before they are they are good stuff they come from my phd work where i'm studying uh, mental illness i'm studying psychology i'm studying friendships and that's where i'm trying to provide a perspective which is more academic whereas this podcast is more of hey this is what works for me this is more like me speaking to you heart to heart uh whereas that part the what i write can be more uh, academic also because i learn about those things in my 9 to 5, let's say. Alright, you are awesome, dear listener. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.